Does Missouri have to stop the run to win on Saturday? Plus my comments on Eli Drinkwitz comments about traveling to BC and an odd 2022 football schedule coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And yes, Locked on Mizzou is available five days a week, free on all platforms and on YouTube. Thank you all so much for making me your first listen of the day. And you know what? You Take my advice. If you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, there's a good chance you are if you're listening to this program. Check out Ryan Tracy and Chris Clark. Make them your second listen of the day over at Locked On Chiefs. Of course, they're free on all platforms, including YouTube as well. But you know what? Of course, we got to talk Tiger football on today's program just two days away from Missouri playing its first game ever against the Boston College Eagles. A really interesting game if you're a Missouri fan traveling, that's for certain. But you know what? Eli didn't seem like he was as big of a fan of this road trip as maybe people like me would be. But you know what? Let's let's start with the game itself. And I've seen a lot of analysis already of this football game, including if you listened yesterday, had A.J. Black from Locked On Boston College. We had a really great discussion, had a great time with A.J. Thanks to him again for coming on. But I've seen a lot of people praising Boston College's offensive line and their defense. And I got to be honest, I'm just not seeing either one of those particular analysis being correct. Now, don't get me wrong. Missouri obviously has a lot to work on in terms of its run defense. No question about that. But the idea that the Boston College offensive line is some special above-average unit, well, there's just not a lot of evidence to bear that out. If you look at the 2020 season, for example, just look at football outsiders, their statistics on offensive line play. And this is just as a unit, by the way, not grading any individual player whatsoever, but they were good in terms of power success. In other words, if you need to pick up third and one, fourth and one, that kind of thing, well, they were 21st in the country out of 130 teams. So that's pretty darn good. That is an above average statistic. It comes to standard down rushing and passing, that type of thing, Well, all of these numbers were very middling for Boston College last season. And again, it's worth remembering that although Boston College is 3-0 so far, they have played absolutely no one of consequence. Colgate, their first game, an FCS team, and not a particularly good FCS team traditionally either. Then you've got, again, out of 130 teams in FBS football, well, According to Just Football Outsiders FEI, which is as good a measure of overall quality of football as I've seen on the internet, you've got UMass at 128 
and Temple, last week's opponent, at 118. Again, that's out of 130 teams. And yet, watching back that Temple football game last week, I didn't see Boston College dominating the line of scrimmage. Now, again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Mizzou beat writers who've, who've, who've analyzed this, maybe A.J. Black, maybe I'm all wet here. But again, against Kentucky, when I turned on the film, I saw a dominant offensive line. I'm just not necessarily seeing that from BC. Now, also, I'd like to just attack the general idea that Missouri has to stop the run to win the game. Because, well, let's be honest, Missouri got dominated on the ground about as good as you can be dominated against Kentucky in Week 2. And yet, they possess the football down one possession in Kentucky territory with a chance to tie that football game. So to me, now you're, now you're looking at how is this game going to play out. To me, if you're Missouri defensively, obviously you can't expect a shutout or anything close to it. That, this unit is not that good. So to me, just make Boston College consistently drive the ball down the field. Yes, I'm saying play bend, but don't break defense, at least in this week. Because to me, if you look at the new quarterback, Phil Jerkovic for Jerkovic, Jerkovic, excuse me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but their original starting quarterback is out for, for this game and potentially the entire season. So you've got inner Dennis Grozel. I'm sorry, I just was not very impressed by Dennis Grozel last week. He threw for 59 yards against Temple. That's not going to get it done against Missouri. I don't care... Unless, unless Boston College rushes for three or 400 yards against Missouri, there's no way that level of passing is going to get it done. And again, even if Boston College does do that well, I'm not sure that there's anything that says that Boston College's defense is anything particularly special either. I brought up that their defensive coordinator is a, a great story. Hey, he's from the Congo. That's all well and good. But if you look at Boston College's actual results defensively, there's nothing saying that they're anything than above than just a, a middling, average, borderline mediocre group. I think I was guilty in the preseason of overrating what I saw from Boston College in two big games against Notre Dame and Clemson. But really, if you look at the totality of Boston College's 2020 campaign, there's just as many nits that you can pick as there are as there is praise to be given. Overall, I'm feeling much more confident about Missouri heading into this Boston College game after really breaking down the game, watching the film, than after doing the same in Week 2 against Kentucky. So hopefully that makes you feel a little better. But you know what? For my official pick on this football game, you'll have to listen to Locked on Mizzou tomorrow. But I tell you what, coming up, of course, we have more Missouri news and notes, including a couple important injury updates involving Case Cook and Ennis Rakestraw, plus a Missouri running back could be getting some opportunities, some that some, including a, a person on this program, meaning me, has been asking for for a minute. So all of that and more, but first I do want to tell you about rockauto.com because I can't think of a much better way 
to save your average Joe some money, and even more importantly, in my opinion, some time when it comes to their auto parts and just wrenching on your automobile. Because why would you spend 30%, 50%, heck, sometimes even as much as 100% more for the exact same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can get them instead at rockauto.com, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And they really do have everything you could possibly need from every make, every model. Find it all at their easy-to-navigate website today. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so after missing last week's ball game against SEMO it looks like our usual starting guard Case Cook should be back for this game he was limited in practice so far this week but considering he's out there that's certainly a good sign obviously being a little bit cautious with Case a very good thing One thing is he's a veteran player, a guy who's been around for a long time. I'm sure he knows what he's doing out there, so a little bit less worrisome than if a a more inexperienced player were limited in practice. It seems like Case should be fine for Saturday. Same deal with Ennis Rakestraw, cornerback, back at practice, wearing a knee brace. Again, since he's already back on the field before Thursday, before the official injury report is released, on Thursday as we record this podcast. Well, I think Ennis should probably be okay to play at least on Saturday. Now, also on Tiger Talk Wednesday night, Eli Drinkwitz said that former walk-on running back Michael Cox, who had, I believe, over 70 yards rushing against SEMO, a long touchdown run, sounds like he's, quote, earned that opportunity, and that opportunity is to get some touches against Boston College, specifically this week. And, you know, going back to the spring game, I definitely saw something in Michael Cox. I saw a hard runner. I saw a bigger guy. Maybe a compliment to what Tyler Beatty and Eli Young can do. I know Howard Richards, the color man on the radio broadcast, Mike Kelly's partner. I know Howard Richards is a fan of Mike Cox, too. He sounds like he's excited to see him get his opportunity. So going to be interesting to see how they use Michael, if he actually gets a series, or if, as I suspect, maybe he just has some packages in a in a power situation, in a third and one, fourth and one, that kind of deal where you need to get that tough yard. Why not, again, another plus of that, take some miles off of Tyler Beatty as well. Now, one thing that's been a big topic of discussion, at least on the message boards, certainly among the Mizzou media a little bit, to the point where, well, Eli has already backtracked a little bit from his original comments. Well, Drinkwood seemed a little bit upset about playing Boston College on the road, to the point where he joked about, hey, isn't it going to be great? This is really going to open up these that fertile northeast recruiting ground for Missouri and I think he asked you know rhetorically have we ever gotten anybody from Massachusetts that kind of deal well 
I, I understand Eli's point, of course. Of course, that's a, a valid point in terms of scheduling. But Eli, as much as I love you, I do think this is a great example of how coaches and administrators, people in college football, the powers that be, almost never think of the fans, and they certainly never think of the fans first. That's never their number one concern. Because guess what? As a fan, I'm psyched for this game. I'm putting my money where my mouth is and traveling to this football game. This is the first time Missouri has ever played Boston College in football. Might be the last time they travel to Boston for a football game based on Drinkwitz, his comments. So why wouldn't I take advantage of this? Frankly, it's a lot more exciting for the, to as a fan just this potential road trip than various other games. Like, for instance, we're going to talk about the 2022 schedule in the next segment. But Missouri's first game next year is at Middle Tennessee. Now, I understand that Murfreesboro is about 40 minutes away from Nashville, but you know what? Mizzou fans can go to Nashville every other year, so I don't know that that is really much of a draw. It's also not much of an upside as a fan to go to that game because, well, you win, you were supposed to win. But if you lose, well, then it's an absolute disaster. And you feel like an idiot for traveling to the game on some level. Like, I hate to say it, whoever traveled to Wyoming for that football game in 2019, I'm not sure they were real thrilled about that decision. So the reality is, and we'll get to this in the next segment, Missouri is going to have to take certain road games at times. And that's just the the economics of where Missouri is. They're not Alabama. They're not getting people to pay them to come to marquee games at Dallas Stadium, for instance. But what they can get is they can pay people to come to Faroe Field and and get paid on the other end to travel as well. And again, I want to get into more of that in, in the 2022 segment. But to me, the other part of this is some people are worried that, oh, is this going to give Boston College bulletin board material? I'm not so worried about bulletin board material for the opposition. That's just not something that I tend to worry about. But if it's me, if I'm the coach of a football team, the last thing I want to do is even mildly signal to my players that they should be bummed out about going on any road trip or playing any game whatsoever. So Last week, while I thought Drinkwitz did a great job of of psyching his players up and and almost tricking them into thinking that Southeast Missouri was going to be a good opponent, well, I hope that this doesn't backfire. We'll we'll have no way of ever knowing, of course. I'm just saying in the future, don't even attempt to plant a seed that your team shouldn't be excited about a football game. And it seemed like maybe if you're a player listening to those comments, you could take it that way. It seems like my coach isn't excited about this game, so maybe subconsciously you think, maybe I shouldn't be either. Let's just not even make that a possibility in the future. But you know what? In the future, if you're ever at a hot football game, if you're ever out on the golf course sweating your butt off, well, I have a solution for you, and it's called Sweat Block. These doctor-created, doctor recommended wipes that work for up to seven days per use. Their dry shirt guarantee of sweat block doesn't keep you dry. Well, guess what? You get your money back. It's as simple as that. 
But I doubt you'll need it because these things have been tested by firefighters. So you know what? People like you, I think it'll work for us. I think we're safe. So wear what you want with confidence. It will be our little secret. Keep it in your toiletry bag. Perfect for that big game, that hot date, that big presentation, whatever it might be. So get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. And by betonline.ag, where Missouri is actually down a point. They're now one and a half point favorites at Boston College. So apparently some money is coming in on the Eagles. Really just on paper, you would tend to take a road team that is a slight underdog. I bet that works off. I bet that works out, excuse me, more often than not. But I really think in this case, I think Missouri deserves to be the favorite in this ball game. So we'll see what happens on Saturday, of course. But regardless, you got to check out betonline.ag because they've got some incredible deals for you, including their 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up at Bet Online. But just don't forget to use the promo code locked on when you do so. Again, that's promo code locked on for your 100% welcome bonus at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And finally, a bit of an odd 2020 Missouri football schedule, at least the beginning. Because Missouri starts off with two road games, as I mentioned before, at Middle Tennessee, then at Kansas State in week two before finishing off the at least this portion of the non-conference schedule with Abilene Christian as your home opener. So not exactly the world's most exciting home opener in week three. Certainly an odd schedule situation, but the reality is, for a program like Missouri, when you schedule a Southeast Missouri State or an Abilene Christian or even more so a Central Missouri, those games cost money. You have to pay those teams to come to you. And the way it's set up right now, without getting too deeply into the weeds, it, it, the advantage as far as naming your price, if it's a buyer's market, well, the buyers right now are those middle teams like Central Michigan. They can kind of name their price right now. So the deal is, if you're Missouri, you get a deal. If you can say, hey, Middle Tennessee, come to Columbia twice, and we'll come to you once, well, that saves Missouri perhaps as much as a million dollars, something like that. And when you're Missouri and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses in the SEC You're building new facilities, a new south end zone, a new indoor practice facility. Well, the reality is sometimes you're going to have to take these games. In fact, probably once a year, every other year, something like that, you're going to have to take these types of games. So to me, actually, if you're going to play these games, I actually like what Missouri's done somewhat more recently in scheduling. Now, these games will be way out in a few years from now for the most part, but take 2022. I'd rather play Kansas State than Connecticut, for instance. 
even though Kansas State is obviously a much better football program and you're a lot more likely to take a loss going to Manhattan than you are to Storrs, Connecticut, well, you also, again, you create a lot more interest for your fans. Kansas State, Missouri has history there. And this is also a game that's relatively drivable for your fans, too. If you're in Kansas City, you're a Mizzou alum, well, heck, what is it, two, two and a half hours to Manhattan, something like that? I think it was about four from Columbia the time I did it. Regardless, it's within driving distance, especially for your alumni base that's on the west side of the state or even into Kansas. Also, you recruit that state as well. All this just makes a lot more sense than, again, playing somebody like Connecticut. Connecticut, that that game really doesn't move the needle. I'll give Eli Drinkwitz that. If he was saying that, if he was saying what he said about Boston College, about the UConn Huskies, I would totally get it. There's no juice in that game. If you're a Missouri fan, there's very reason to travel to that game. You're never going to recruit that area to any significant extent. So yes, to me, now that Colorado is on the schedule, now that Kansas is on the schedule, those types of games make all the sense in the world to me. Even if maybe in a perfect world, somebody like Eli Drinkwitz would play seven to eight home games a year and not really play anybody that you could lose to. But unfortunately for Missouri, the economic reality is sometimes you're going to have to take these road games because guess what? Money's been tight around this athletic program for the last few years. And certainly 2020, the limited capacity for the COVID season, well, that didn't do anything to help. And hopefully, I've been a helpful part of your day. And thanks again for making me your first listen of the day. And how about another idea? Speaking of helpful, how about making your second listen, Locked On Bets? Because these guys are on fire, in particular, your handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Locked On Bets, hitting 61% of its picks over the last seven weeks. What more do I even need to tell you? That's winning, folks. So check out Locked on Bets, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts for free. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.